In the previous year of the Nefesh HaChaim, we were speaking about the levels of how a person is Makayim Tefillah with this whole Nefesh. We spoke about the first two out of three. We spoke about the first level, which means that Nefesh means what a person wants. And therefore, even if a person is asking for physical things, but we explained the reason he's asking for them is something Ruchni. That's already Navoyle Bukhol Nafshachem. And that is that the nefesh, the reason why a person wants something, is avoid As the famous saying goes, that it's true, our spiders might revolve around physical things, around money or health or whatever it might be, but the reason we want the money and the health is to serve Hashem with it. So that's the first level. That the, the reason for what we want isn't because we want the physical pleasure. The reason we want is because we want to serve Hashem. So that makes the nefesh, which means the reason for something, part of the avoid. The second level we spoke about, just to recap quickly, is the feeling that just like a person's avoda setfila is similar to a carbon. That just like the carbon was to elevate the animal or its nefesh, like we spoke about, to Shemaim, same thing, the avoda setfila is to elevate the words a person is saying to Shemaim. That happens anyway. Those words go up and they become, make, they create the kisya akarbon of how Hashem is going to run the world at that given time. But the nefesh, which is is to add to that the feeling that a person wants to go up with the words he's saying. He wants to connect as well, and therefore he also wants to. He also feels in tefillah that this is a way to elevate myself to being standing in front of Hashem. And in the place where I'm in front of Hashem, so now I'm not interested in the physical things. I'm not interested in a, in what the body has. It's like in Kippur. Understand? So the person feels elevated and he feels connected, so that's the second avoid of the nefesh. The nefesh of the person has elevated his koyach of, so to speak, his identity, his sense of living, his sense of himself, to being in a place where he's connected to Hashem. Where's the place for that in Tefillah? The Chayra, all the bakashas which are physical, a person still thinking about Parnas and refer. And all the things which are physical, and Shmakodena as well. And if that's the case, where's the place in Tefillah for a person to focus on this feeling that Tefillah has brought me to a higher place where I'm more close to Asha? It could be something fulfilled the whole way through Tefillah. But if you have to look for a Makar in Tefillah where we express this, I would say it's after all the Bakashas. I mean, the first part of Shmanesra is Shavach, is praise for Hashem. Which is explaining really why we're coming to talk to him, why we're coming to ask. The middle part of Shmanesre is all the requests we have to make and we ask information. And now we come to the last part of Shmanesre. The last three brachas, which the first one is Ritzay. And the Iketfil of Ritzay is besides to bring us back to the Avodah of the Beis Amikdash, the Avodah of the Korbanus, which was the Avodah of the Shem we don't have anymore. But there's a second point too. And that is, our tefillah now is standing in place of a carbon. What we've just done is our avodah Hashem. In the carbon, which we couldn't elevate today, we elevated ourselves. And it's actually very interesting. The Mephoshim disagree how one's meant to read the bracha. Is the bracha of Ritzeh, Return the avoid to Beis Hamikdash. Ve'isha Yisrael and the Korbanos of Klal Yisrael, and that's the end of the phrase. And now something else was filosam ba'ava t'kabu beratzim. And the tefillahs which you're saying now, within your life for us, accept that too. 
Or the way one reads the bracha, return the avoid to the and that's where the phrase ends. And now, the Ishak Yisrael's philosophy, the Herod or the offerings of Klai Yisrael and their tefillas, except with your love. Which means there will be offerings of Klai Yisrael now, besides for their tefillas. That's you asking Hashem to accept now. What would those offerings be? And the answer is exactly this point. The Isha Yisrael is the fact that a person's elevated himself. In the sense, when we're davening, we're the carbon. We've brought ourselves closer to Hashem. And therefore, we say that that's a second level of our person, Mizmakayim, the mitzvah of Tvila Bechol Nafshachim. Because the process involves elevating the person's nefesh. He feels closer to Hashem from Tvila. We brought the Rabbi Yenna. The Rabbi Yenna says that's what a person is meant to feel when he's davening. His heart should be Lamada as if he's in Shemai. Now, the Nefesh Achayim tells an amazing thing in the footnote. He says, When we die, it's not the Rabbi Yenna, you tell me to call it Hashem Aramban. People who leave any, anything to do with the they don't pay attention to it. As if they didn't have a body. The entire intention and the entire mindset is only on connecting to Hashem. So they disconnect, so to speak, in their lifetime from in, in, interested or, in, or involved in their bodies and they focus only on their relationship with Hashem. As will happen to Chanech and Eliyahu, when they connected to Hashem to such a high level, what happened? They both never died. They both lived and continued to live with their body and neshama. And that's how the Rambani says that Torah provides a basis for a person to live and to live forever. Which means, like Eliyahu which means that there's a potential of a person in his body to be living on a place where he's connected to Hashem. The body is just an appendage which we would say is basically living like a malach. And a person can get there. Maybe there were very few, but that, that concept exists. And now the, the Chiddush of Rav Chaim Velazhna is this is said which the Ramban says about the very, very few people who their entire life is such a situation. He says this is what Rabbi Yonah meant everybody is meant to do when they're davening. Everybody who's meant to, when they're davening is meant to feel a certain sense of detachment from their body, and feeling of I'm standing in front of Hashem, and that's what I'm connecting to. That's what I've elevated myself to. And again, how? Through the words I'm davening. Those words are going to Shemaim, I'm bringing myself there with them. I'm using my nefesh to say those words, and therefore I'm, I'm feel myself, I'm, so to speak, elevating myself together with the words which are going up to Shemaim, in order to connect more, in order to feel that I'm in the presence of Hashem. Separate your body from your neshama and the that the body and whatever it wants should be so meaningless, so despicable, so evangelist to a person that 
Ajit, you hear the chukra, it's similar to Hashik Nafshaminagat. He has a tremendous urge, desire, as it were, to leave his body behind. And this is the third level that the Nefesh Chaim is going to talk about, of the levels of being a kind filler with your whole Nefesh. And he says, Vishitai called chukas Nafshay Babari is for Akshmai. All he's interested in is maintaining the connection to Hashem. Kira Ena Baraguf is if he didn't have a body. As he was like a, like a Malach, who was serving Hashem. And that's uh, what the Menyenu says in back in the, I mean, what Nevesh Chaim says back in the main text. And therefore, a person is so connected in his Amas Hashem. He really, really wants when he speaks out to Hashem whatever word it is of the davening he wants his neshama to leave his body and would leave him to connect to Hashem that's a tremendously high level like a person would be moister nefesh when he's davening and he feels, I feel so connected that right now I would rather remain connected in Shemayim and leave my body behind. Detach from my body, leave it in the Olam Hazer and I'll go to Olam Abba. When a person gets to that level of tefillah, that's Bechol Nafshechem. It's Mamish and Mesir's Nefesh. It's as if a person felt I would, be, I would, I would die for tefillah. Not because I feel that I'm being forced to give up my life, but I'm in a place of connection where I don't want to leave. What it means, I pour out my nefesh to Hashem, is basically I detach from it. I, my nefesh left me. And therefore, even though she came to ask for something physical, she came to ask for a child. But the experience of Tefillah brought her to a stage where she felt that if she could continue to daven, and being the place where she was in Tefillah, then she would be happy to remain there. If my nefesh could stay in the level of connection to Hashem and not come back down here again. And it says, What does he puts his soul in his hands? He explains it doesn't mean his hands, it means his source. And therefore, it feels heard when a person returns his nefesh to its source. Which means the experience of davening is such that a person now feels a connection to Hashem that he wants to remain connected. That's the shayish of his neshama. And that's where he wants to stay. And therefore, we've already defined three levels. Really, these are connected, the three levels in a person. There's a nefesh of a person which interacts with his body. And therefore, the best a person can do is... Can, that the reason why I want whatever my body needs is to use the serve Hashem. That's the focus of what he wants. And there's the ruach of a person, which is his speech. And we saw that the concept is that through ruach, a person speaks words of tefillah, he wants to bring himself also to the stage where he can stand in front of Hashem. And lastly, there's an sham of a person which connects to Hashem. And when a person is feeling that connection, then the neshama would rather stay there than come back into the person's body. He would rather remain connected to Hashem. Mamish, like the Pasuk says, Nafshi Yatsab Badabri. This is my nefesh left my body when I heard Hashem speak. It's not just when we heard Hashem speak, but when we speak to Philip, we could get to that same high 
high level as well. And that's tefillah, which is b'chol nafshecha. Tefillah, which is a person's willing to give up his nefesh, but through love. Just like we said by v'ahavta, as Hashem lekecha, it doesn't mean a person has to feel under duress and will submit to die. That's not a kima v'ahavta. It might be mysterious nefesh. V'ahavta is, I want to die. I love Hashem so much that I give up my love for him. I give up my life out of my love for him. It's an expression of Ava. And something over here. When the Pazak says, Then the feeling that a person is willing to give up his life in davening is an expression of Ava. A person feels so connected he doesn't want to come back down to this world. It's not mysterious nefesh through compulsion. The last paragraph he says is Kavalas Rabbi Yaina, Shiyash Balivakila Oim Vashamaim, and Shiyagash Baatsmoy, Shinispasloy, Kol Hagoshasakov. Anything the body wants is bottle, is irrelevant to him. Vakala Goshana Nefesh. All he feels is what his nefesh feels, his ruchnis feels, which is the Kosha Bashash of Shamaim Avarab. That is connected to its source in Shamaim with such a strong love. Ajim Hoyomani may medium negat ainov, as a tiny with a lawyer oil mazeh. If while a person is in that stage and he would be offered something which people normally want in the physical world, whatever you want it to be. Someone offer him an ice cream cone. Someone offer him a, a new car, a lot of money. At that stage, he would hate it. Why disturb the enjoyment of where he's holding by ruining it with something else? Something which is bad. When a person is feeling a level of avo, he doesn't want it. That's the third level of tefillah. Now we could ask the question, when does the person experience this in davening? At the end of the day, davening is, again, it's asking for physical things. So we haven't completely lost track of our body. We haven't completely detached and forgotten that there were physical things that we wanted. We're asking for them. So you can tell me the tefillah of Yom Kippur, maybe. With all tefillah's ruch nistik, maybe with tefillah of Shabbos. But on a day-to-day basis, how is it possible to get to this stage? So we mentioned already before, there's a Gemara which says that the first three brachas of Tfilah are brachas of Shavach, of praise, which are really brachas explaining why we daven it Hashem. Hashem doesn't need our praise as praise, but it's more we're saying you're Godal, you're Gibor, you're Naira, which means you're the one who's able to provide what you're asking, you're the one who wants to give us what we ask for you. And therefore we entitled to come and ask for whatever it is you want to ask. That's the middle part of Tefillah, which are all the requests we make. And then the last part of Tefillah is Hayda, is pray, is thanks. And then like we said before, the three brachas in the last part of Tefillah too. The one is Moedim, the middle one, which makes sense, that is thanks, that would be expressing our appreciation. But there's also the other two. There's the bracha of Ritzay, and the bracha of Simshal. So we already explained previously that the bracha of Ritzay is focused on the words that accept our tefillah, accept our korbanis. And that's the level of tefillah where a person feels elevated as if he's elevated himself, so to speak. In the words is tefillah and Hashem should accept that offering on our part of ourselves as he accepted the korbanis. And then that brings us to Simshalom. And where is the question about Simshalom? Because Simshalom just like, looks like a list of requests again. Simshalom, Toyba, Racha, Chayn, Vachas, and Vrachamim. It's asking for a whole lot of things very briefly. 
So why is this not a part of the middle part of Shmona Esrei, which are requests? Why does this go back to being in the category of Rehidah? And the answer is that, that that's, those are not the central parts of the bracha. The main part of the bracha of Simshalim is the middle. Barcheinu avinu pilonu ke'echad pa'ar panecha. What's ar panecha? Ar panecha means the closeness of facing you. And that's the hargasha that a person gets when he davens. Let's explain. Of course, the reason we came to daven was for all the requests we had. But we were granted an audience with Hashem. And now we're standing in front of Him. And now you get to the feeling that all the requests aren't the main thing. I'd rather have an opportunity to stand in front of Hashem. I'd rather have an opportunity that Hashem is giving me undivided attention. That's all I want. That's more worth more than anything else. That's called Ar Panecha. And we say, HaKadosh Baruch The most important thing we want is Ar Panecha. Your attention. The fact that we can speak to you. When we have that, we have everything else as well. Everything you could possibly want. That's all on the side. Let's give a marshal to explain this. Yeah, no Chazal gives Mishalim always of kings, but doesn't really speak to us today. Let's give a marshal that you were granted yet an important question which needs to be asked. And you were given 10 minutes of Chaim Kanievsky's time. Not just to stand in line and get a bracha of or whatever it is in two seconds. But it was an important issue and he's willing to listen to it. You were given 10 minutes of his time. It's very good. So you come and you discuss and you bring all the relevant points and, deb- and ask his advice and debate it with him, whatever it is. Good. You've dealt with that. And suddenly you realize, you know what a tremendous opportunity this is? That I now have the undivided attention of the God letter. That's true, I came for a reason, I got my answer for that. But what an opportunity. Who knows when I'll have an opportunity again to have such an amount of time, so to speak, to be in the presence of God. To be able to talk to someone of such a level. And sometimes that overshadows even the important question which I don't have to ask. And that's the estate of Arpanecha. Yes, we began davening because there were things that we needed. Even if we needed them for the right reasons. But there were things we were asking for. But now that we've come to the conclusion of Tzvila, now we wake up to the fact we only betray Hashem. We're living in a place of closeness to Akadish Baruch Hu. You know how valuable that is? Hashem, we have the chance to stand in front of you. We should always have this opportunity. Because when a person gets to that third stage of Tefillah, and then he realizes, there's nothing in the world which is more than this. There's nothing in the world which is more valuable or more enjoyable, so to speak, than such an opportunity. That's the end point, that's the zenith that a person reaches in Tefillah. I don't want to take the three steps back. I don't want to fall and lose, so to speak, the, the place and the level where I'm holding by right now. And why is that one of the brachas of Haidah? Why is that bracha of thanks? Because sometimes we can express thanks by saying thank you. That's Moedim. And sometimes we can express saying thanks by saying I appreciate what I've got. I wish it would never finish. That's the bracha of Simshole. Now when a person is holding by Tfidah and he does feel more connected to Shemaim than to him. And he feels that, what I'm, that the very fact I'm talking to Hashem is more than anything I can possibly ask him for. 
that is holding by the third level of tefillah. The level which is that a person is feels that I would rather remain here than leave the stage. The closeness I feel now is worth more than anything else. Because that's more than anything else. Those are the three levels that Nefesh talks about in explaining the principles of how a person can, through tefillah, use it as an expression of the mitzvah of Bechol Nafshechem. But it's not just through compulsion, like we said. It's la'avo or la'avdeh b'chol It's from the love which brings a person to that level of mysterious nefesh, that level of closeness, where he feels his nefesh more and more connected to Hashem. Akadai kach, that he would remain in the matter of tefillah forever, never leave. 